Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and Forged Irish Stout. Delighted to be joined with Mr. C4, Chef Clark. We're here in Gravesham Amateur Boxing Club. No man, I wanted to be joined. No man better to be joined with than the man himself. Um, I suppose it's not too late to say I was Christmas, I was New Year. How, how are things, mate? Yeah, mate, it's all good and all. Christmas, New Year, it was all good. Um, just chilled, spent time in the gym. Um, oh yeah, and happy New Year to you, man. Thank you, mate. Thank you. I suppose we, we, I think I, when we were last year, I did ask you sort of a similar question. But when you do come back to, to your old amateur boxing club, it must bring back really, really good memories for you. Would you say? Yeah, man, especially where you're standing right now. I used to sit there and there used to be a clock, one of them old school clocks there. I've, I've shed a lot of sweat there when I, when I was um, 81 kilos when I was light heavyweight. Yeah. So, like, just the moments there, it's like, oh, I've come a long way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, and then as you can see around here, there's pictures um, from various parts of my boxing amateur career. So, yeah, it's good. It's inspiring. Absolutely, definitely. I think I was speaking to, to Abby as we were walking in here and I was saying I was watching this morning actually the uh, 2016 national finals uh, when you beat Chris Billum Smith. Um, so I saw it just must bring that away, I suppose must bring back really, really nice memories for you where um, it beat some very, very credible, credible names as an amateur. Yeah, I suppose so, but you know, I never really look at it and think, oh, I beat this person, I beat that person because that was that fight. Every fight is its own entity, um, and you have to prepare for that fight. You can't think, oh, I beat him already. I'm going to just turn up and beat him again or whatever. You can't be lackadaisical like that. So, you know. Absolutely. And I suppose when we look back on, on 2023, um, just quickly, um, must have been very, very happy with, with how that progressed for you um, with some real, real statement wins against, you know, the likes of Vassal Dukar, David Jameson and that. Um, a real, real year for progression where you put yourself in 2024 in a, in a real, real excite, exciting time for yourself. Yeah, it was a good year. Three fights. Um, I was hoping to get a couple more. Um, but three fights, I got three wins. And, um, uh, you know, as you said, 
against uh, credible boxing opponents um, from around the circuit. So, yeah, it was good, and I think people managed to see a bit of what I can do and what I will do um, as I, I learn the game and, and go on. What are you saying that about learning the game? Do you still feel like you're, you're learning the pro game a little bit, would you say? Yeah, I mean, people like using the term, oh, he was a good amateur, he had a great amateur pedigree, until you lose as a pro, and they're like, well, da 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 da, it's a, it's a different story then. So, judge me on that, I was a pro, and as a pro, I've only had seven fights, so if we're doing that, which I am, I'm a novice as a pro, so let's let's not forget that I've only had seven fights. And you saying that you've only had seven fights, and I'd say probably for someone for someone for someone like yourself, as you as you'd imagine, where you have the you know, I know you talked about there, you, and people do say about the amateur background and that, and you having that, are you happy with sort of the way that you're getting moved, and you know potentially fighting for the British title in I suppose ten or just in ten or under ten or ten fights or under. Yeah, um, it's not how I'm getting moved, it's how I chose to move. And like, nobody's moving me or nobody's saying do this. I'm the one that says yeah to these fights and and I'm the one that goes out and train and, you know what I mean? Obviously, I have my team around me, um, but I'm the one that, at the end of the day, says yes and go in there and demonstrate what needs to be demonstrated. Well, we'll go right into it. Um, there's, there's making up for no lost time in 2024. You're back out on the 27th of January. Um, Tommy McCarthy is the opponent. Um, Belfast. Um, you know, McCarthy is a very, very credible opponent once again. Um, like sort of a few of your last opponents. Um, excited for for the challenge on 27th of January. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know, uh, to me, it's just another fight. Um, I heard he's a comedian, but it's not a funny matter. So. Go out there and, and handle the business, you know. Um, it's going to be in his backyard, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, I, as a amateur, I never fought at home, so I'm used to going anywhere and doing the delivery. That's that's my style. I suppose we, we will talk about that and it being in Belfast and you know, just talking about off camera about that the venue was going to be lively in there and I said I don't know how many people are going to be cheering for you in there. Um, you've always said, you said you've, you've always been away as an amateur. Um, excited to sort of, uh, do you sort of thrive off, off, off occasions like that? It's not really an occasion. It's not really an occasion. It's just what it is. When you're, when you're not used, okay. A person in the third world who's not, who's living a third world life in terms of they don't have all the amenities that you have here in the first world, they don't know no better. So me, boxing away, that's all I know. Yeah. So I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's home to me. Yeah. I suppose, do you feel like sort of when you've had that time, it's good to be that comfortable because there's probably other fighters that wouldn't, that, you know, they might have boxed in the hometown the whole time and they wouldn't know that feeling. So for yourself, do you feel like, you, you know, you, may, you might not look at it like that, but you've had that benefit to, to um, fight in a way as opposed to others who wouldn't have had that benefit and always sort of had the comfortability of fighting at home? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, uh, having done it already, used to it and... It just become part of your repertoire, let's say. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm I'm good to go. 
And I suppose with someone like McCarthy, who's been in there with some, some top-level opposition, you know, um, especially sort of in and around your rivals, Crispin Smith, um, Richard Riakpour, um, when you have these step-ups, is it exciting that you know that, that every fight that for yourself when you're training and you're working hard, that all your opponents are always bringing something different to the table and, and something new to the table that, as you said, you're still learning the programme and you might not have seen what he may bring before in, in the professional ranks? Yeah, um... I mean, yeah, as you said, he's a new opponent, um, but personally, um, he's not going to bring nothing new that hasn't been done before. He might have different nuances, but at the end of the day, he's never fought Shovel Clark, and that's the main thing, so that's all we have to worry about here. Well, I suppose we'll talk about your situation with being the, the mandatory challenger for the British title. Um, I suppose you've, you've really been waiting for it to be called since about June time, I think, when you beat Jameson. Um, just, just, sorry, <coughs> just eager to, to sort of want to get in there and get that called out, I'd imagine, and fight for the British title? Yeah, I've earned it. Um, you know, I've gone to work and earned it. It's like you're going to work, you earn your wage packet, you want to spend it, let's say. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I can't spend a belt, but... I want to add it to my collection, so I speed the process up, man. I don't know. Let me know who to call. Let's let's get it on the road. <laughs> let's make it happen. I suppose it must be a, li a little bit of a frustrating thing for you where, um, I don't know if you look at it in this way, but the belts are sort of on the other side when it comes to Chamberlain, who obviously fights on, predominantly a lot of his fights on Sky. Um, you know, Vidal as well, who is also Sky's man, and I'm sure they sort of... Want to push him in a position of for the British title? I mean, is it sort of a? I'm sure you know you might not care about it much, but it's sort of a bit frustrating being on the other side and sort of um, having to you know get these things forced through. I'd imagine. I mean, you know, Eddie Hearn's my promoter. Matchroom's my promotional company, so that's their job to uh, make it happen. In it, they're they're the best in the world, so I'm sure they can make it happen. Well, I suppose I did want to talk about Bournemouth because I did see you there, and um, you know Vidal was there and and Isaac was there, so did you sort of you know, get to see him much. It was a whole sort of a British cruiserweight rumble between the three of yourselves. All of us were sat like where we are, where me and you are. Like there, Richard was there, Vidal was there, Chamberlain passed through as well. Like it's not a postcode thing. Like it's not a, it's not a personal um, beef or whatever, it's just business and um, as each person's number gets called, they all match up and what will happen will happen. And for yourself there, when, I, when we were talking about sort of um, the situation of waiting, waiting for the mandatory um, and when you're waiting it to be called, do you feel like it's frustrating at times that with boxing there's a lot of politics and there's a lot of bullshit and AJ, I think Anthony Joshua came out and said, you know, you love boxing for what it is and I'm sure you love to fight and this and that, but do you feel like sometimes you're ever tired with the, the politics of the sport when, when you're sort of getting affected by it now especially? Yeah, of course, whenever anything is not in your control, um, there is a... there is a bit of frustration, but at the same time, if it's not in your control, there's no point being stressed about it. What can you do? Like just beating up your headspace, do you know what I mean? I was going to say, have you always been that like that? You could, you'll control the controllables and then whatever you can do, you know, put it into the hands of other people. I'm Jamaican, man, no problem. Relax. 
Yeah. Chill, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, I did just want to touch, uh, quickly touch on Bournemouth. Um, obviously, Billum Smith um, defending his title against Masternak. Um, to see Billum Smith as a world champion now, um, and where you know I talked about the national finals, you you beating him in the in, in the amateurs and that. Um, when you sort of beat him in the amateurs and fought him in the amateurs, did you ever see that as a guy that, that could ever go on to to achieve what he has in the professional ranks? I never saw I never saw myself as that person. So like, never mind him. I never. I was just boxing for the fun of it. To be honest, I just picked it up and somebody said, "Oh, you know, you should box." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll give it a go." Yes, all right, I'll give it a go. And um, I was in the final. I beat him. Obviously, I, I believe he might have been pursuing the boxing a little bit more, or a bit more. Like that's what I want to do. Like for me, it was just fun. Like yeah. to just travel around the country and go and have a fight. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so no, I never looked at him as like oh like. I never looked beyond that moment. Yeah, you know what I mean? We well, you know they say to stay present. Yeah, I was just yeah. present. Oh, bro, I'm in the final of the ABA. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying that, like, with with me talking about sort of like all the the, the nonsense that comes with boxing. Staying in the present for you must be an important thing because you know you, you, you know, your head isn't sort of clouded with so many thoughts about why is this happening, why is that. When you keep it quite simple, then that's where you feel like you'll get your sort of you're able to perform to the best of your capabilities when everything's sort of a, a simple in your mind. Yeah, just stay present, um, do what you're supposed to do, um, stay disciplined, um, say what you're, um, do what you say you're gonna do, and. Um, just execute, man. Execute. Like you can do whatever you want in training. You can, you can say all you want to the camera, but at the end of the day, when it comes to that ring, you best be able to execute. And another thing I did want to talk about is when you just look, look quickly back on the Dukar fight, obviously winning the IBF international belt. Um, one thing you did do, I think I saw a video on your Instagram of sort of you, you showing all your fans and all the people that came out to support you. Um, and you, I think you said something, something along the lines of, you know, it's something that you've got to do. You know, you've got to give back to all the people who come and support you. Um, do you feel that's a, that's a big thing for yourself, where um, able to sort of, um, it's not you, it's just you winning, it's everyone else as well? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you look on these pictures around the place, yeah, there's pictures from, like, my first fight. Like, there's a, there's a guy um, called Joe Forsyth, right? Um, JGF Electricals. Right, this guy followed me. He used to come here to get fit. Yeah. And my first fight for, for the club, he followed me and, and came and watched at Broadstairs Boxing Club. When I boxed for Jamaica in Scotland at the Commonwealth Games in 2014, he drove up there in his van, his first work van. He slept in the back of the van. And bearing in mind, Scotland's hella cold, bro. <laughs> hella cold. He slept up there, watched me, purchased tickets, watched me box for Jamaica, not England, Jamaica, and just followed my career around. And this, gen this guy was a stranger at the beginning, but obviously he saw something and, and, and has just followed me ever since. Now, there's a few people like that, and like, without them, it's nothing. Like, I've got a belt, like the belt is just hanging there. The belt, like, respectfully, means nothing. Have you seen the video of Mike Tyson? Yeah, Where he goes, yeah, of this is garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I watched that video way back, and I was like, you know what? I, I couldn't experience it then, but having won the belt, in the moment, it felt great. 
But like just walking and looking at the belt or having the belt in the back of my car, it's just a belt, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. But then when you show it to the people that have been supporting you on the way, and then you see their reaction to it, or like they're there in the moment and you've won it, that's what it's about. I suppose that that's that's an interesting thing because because a lot of people could say like you know they have fights to you know prove it for themselves they win the belts to prove it to themselves that they could do it so would you say your your motivations are, are, are bigger than that in a way it's more than you know proving to yourself that you could do it it's you know you know have supporting everyone else on the way like it isn't always you know would you say, uh, sort of getting a lot getting a little bit lost here but for me saying it's almost about like you know expanding the love and not just it's not always, I say it's not just an, an intrinsic motivation for you it's bigger than that like I already know I can do it yeah. right? like it's, like you put your mind to something there's nothing no that's a lie <laughs> majority of the things that I've ever wanted to do I've done it and I've achieved it so it's not that I can't do it it's not that it's like yeah I'm gonna do it but then what makes it how can I enhance it yeah. and having the people around me um or like having the people on that journey to share that moment with is great. I don't need nobody to to motivate me or do you know what I mean? Yeah, course, but yeah. to share that moment with them, mm-hmm. like oh yo, you know what you believed, and now you're achieving it. With, you've achieved it with me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, that's what it's. That's yeah. And and I suppose another thing I wanted to talk about was um. When you, whenever anyone who's on GB with you and they speak about GB, they speak about sort of how friendly it was and how helpful you was to so many people. Has it always been yourself that you know you've always sort of wanted to? You, as I said you've always wanted to be that person that gives back. So when uh, in life and, and for the fans and that, you, it's always something as you said. You know the belt's really. You know it's about who's joy, who, who's with you. So have you always been someone that's that's always really wanted to give back? I suppose. Listen, there's a there's a new. In today's society, attention is the main thing, yeah? People give, and they go, oh, I've bought this person a coffee, or I'm going down here to help out. Like, you're not helping out, you're, you're boosting your ego. If you want to help somebody, help them and go about your business. You don't need to record it, you don't need to. How cheesy is that? Like, I mean, if you want to help somebody, just help them and go about your business. Okay, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I definitely, definitely hear you. Um, and I suppose as, as we move on now, twenty twenty four can be a big year for you for, for potential big fights and big titles. Um, we said how good twenty twenty three was, and I'm sure you know you plan to do you know, even better in twenty twenty four as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I plan to to move on um, and progress. The you know keep leveling up. Um, but I, 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 as I keep saying to you guys, I've only had seven fights. So I'm a novice as a pro. So I'll, I'll take the fights that help me progress, but I'm not. I, sorry, I'll take the fights that help me to progress, but you have to realise I'm still in the development stages of of my um, professional career. Yeah. Absolutely. And I did want to ask you about a couple of uh, fights that will be happening uh, very very soon. Um, we're talking about the you know, former GB. Uh, Someone like yourself, Joshua Buatzi, takes on Dan Aziz. Um, I just want to ask what you, what you thought of that fight um, going forward and, and how do you sort of see it going with someone, sort of former Team, G, team, G, team GB and Joshua Buatzi? Um, I'm going for the Joshua win. Um, I think Joshua... Uh, it's hard to say because I, I, I can't predict the future, but I think 
I definitely believe Josh will win. Um, a, a strong possibility of a stoppage, um, if not a points victory, because I just believe that the, the more clinical, straighter shots, um, Josh will rack them up. Um, and he's very strong, so that's where the possibility... I mean, I don't need to say that. People that watch boxing know. So, um, that's not to say that Dan Aziz isn't a threat. He's like the modern-day Marvin Hagler, mate. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I don't watch him. I have never heard him say that. But, like, even down to the shorts, says, yeah. like, and the way, like... Do you know what I mean? So, he'll be a, he will be there for the whole fight. But I just think, you know, um, the experience that Josh has from the amateur ranks um, and the straight shots, I think those will pay dividends. Yeah. Definitely, and I did want to ask you, um, it is looking likely that Richard Rappaport will be called the manager against Chris Billum-Smith. Obviously, you know, that, that concerns you because it's in your division. Um, how, do you do, how do you see Billum-Smith versus Rappaport going, the, the rematch, I suppose? Um, I don't know. Um, it would be a good fight. Um, I think, I don't know, could it go the same way? I think Chris has developed a lot. Um, Man, I, I don't know. I'm gonna go for a draw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. sitting on the fence. No, he's not sitting on the <laughs> no, fence. No, 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 no. Chris has done so well. Like he's beaten Okoli, he's beaten all the guys that he's beaten. But then Richard has refined himself a bit as well. Do you know what I mean? So Richard has that one one punch uh, uh, ability, but. Then Chris has the ability to, to weather the storm, as we've seen in his last fight, and come back. Um, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to say stoppage, Richard, points, um, Chris. How about that? That's, that's fair enough. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, Chef just wanted to say thank you for taking time to speak to me. Really, really good to catch up with you. Really appreciate catching up with you. Um, all the best in Belfast and all the best against Tommy McCarthy, mate. Thank you for letting me come down to the old ABC, mate. Top man, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.